and welcome to the Analysis Mason podcast. My name is Michelle McKenzie and I lead our IoT research and I'm here with Tom Rebeck, a partner for Analysis Mason's research division. In this podcast, we're going to discuss Core Wireless's recent announcement to list on the New York Stock Exchange. And this is based on our recent article, uh, the link for which is on our website. So this deal is hugely significant for the IoT connectivity sector, as Core will be the first publicly traded IoT connectivity specialist. So let's start with the announcement itself. Um, Tom, can you comment a little bit on what Core announced last Friday and why this is important? Yeah, okay. So so in terms of what was announced, it, it is merging with a special purpose acquisition vehicle um, called Cerberus Telecom Acquisition Core. So that's that was already listed. That, that was an investment vehicle that was already listed on the uh, the New York Stock Exchange. And Core is is merging with that entity. Um, at the same time, they're also raising some some new money with some new some new shareholders. So at the end of the deal, the deal is expected to close Q3 2021. Um, Core will be listed on the the New York Stock Exchange, and it will have a, a pile of cash, so 484 million dollars um, to go with it. So those are the, those are the basic details of the of the deal, um, but it, it it's really much more important um, than just a, what is a relatively small telecoms company listing on the on the stock exchange, because when you look at Core Wireless. It's a IoT connectivity provider. Eighty um, percent of its revenues, or something like eighty percent of its revenues, come from selling IoT connectivity. Twenty um, percent come from selling other IoT services. So, in many ways, it looks just like the IoT division of a telecoms operator. Um, it also looks like a number of other IoT IoT MVNOs or IoT disruptors. So, the fact that it's listing gives us clearly a very public benchmark for the pricing and we can come on to the the, the, the performance and it, its valuation in a minute um, so it, it sets this this valuation benchmark um, it will also give us um, as it lists uh, obviously in the quarterly announcements it will give a lot of inf- interesting information on what's going on with the IoT connectivity business um, and it also I think raises some questions for telecoms operators and their IoT divisions and maybe we'll come back onto that later in the uh, in this podcast. Yeah, very interesting. Um, so, could you, could you provide a bit more detail on on Core's recent financial performance and KPIs, and then you know what they're aiming to achieve uh, with this with this uh, listing? So, in in terms of its recent um, performance, so revenues, so the provisional revenues for 2020 were 207 million dollars. That is only just slightly up on the 2019 figure, which is 206 and slightly higher than 2018. So it's been growing very slowly over the past few years. Um, though they, they would argue that they split out their revenues into three different categories. Connectivity, which is what we would call the kind of traditional IT connectivity business. There is the IoT solutions business. So this is other things um, like device management. Um, with They've got some healthcare products and things in there as well. Um, and then they have a final category, which is called one-off churn or one-time churn, which is from the, a couple of acquisitions that it made. So uh, kind of legacy contracts that it knew were expiring. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's kind of an unusual way of breaking down it, it, its revenues. Um, but even if you split out that one-time churn, you're talking about uh, growth figures of, uh, I think it's around 10, 10% year on year. So so reasonable growth figures, um, but not, not stonking growth, growth figures. 
How does um, it compare with the broader um, IoT connectivity market? So when we've got, there aren't that many telecoms operators that report their IoT connectivity revenues, but where we have them for, for operators in developed markets, they've got very similar similar sort of figures. So Vodafone Business the other day had a capital markets day and they said 2020 their IoT revenue grew by 9%. So um, core is, if you exclude that one-time revenue, core is growing more or less exactly the same rate as, as, as Vodafone's. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, and in terms of its um, uh, growth ambitions, you know, what assets does Core already have that could help it achieve this growth? Um, is it likely to pursue further acquisitions to help it, um, you know, deliver on the on those growth targets? I mean, we've seen it may make a number of acquisitions over the years. Um, more recently, in 2019, it acquired Integron, which is a healthcare specialist. Um, it also acquired a spider that you know provided it with access to core network and EUICC capabilities. Do you see it uh, pursuing further acquisitions? In so, the so yeah, the, the, there are two. I guess there are two parts to their plans. One is growing the existing business that they have today organically, and they have quite aggressive plans for that. So, as I said, their, their revenue today, 2020, was 2007 million dollars. Their forecast or their projection is to go to, to basically double that by 2025. So their target is to go to 414 million dollars um, by 2025. So increasing. Um, connectivity revenue that they are hoping to grow at um, slightly quicker than they've been growing in the past, so sort of 12%. Um, and a lot of the growth they're expecting to come from their solutions business. So uh, the growth rate there is 28%, which again is quite a lot quicker than they've grown their solutions business in, in the past. So that's the organic growth. Um, and underlying that, the EBITDA, they're, they're forecasting even faster growth in their, their EBITDA to go from 60 million. So $57 million, sorry, in 2020, up to $140 million. Um, and that's obviously important when we're thinking about um, uh, multiples and the, and the, and the valuation. Mm-hmm. So that's the organic business. But as you mentioned, they've made a number of acquisitions and they made it clear um, as part of this announcement that they're, they're planning more acquisitions. So as I said at, at the beginning, they have raised, um, uh, they've got a lot of cash now. Which will help with them with the the acquisition. They also have the 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 the, the share currency now that they're listed on the on the stock exchange. They can use that those shares to make further acquisitions, and they are planning. So I said their their target organically is to go to four hundred odd million dollars for twenty twenty five, and they're hoping to add an extra three hundred million or two hundred and fifty three hundred million dollars in revenue through new acquisitions. The uh, investor presentation that they put out listed. Uh, 10 targets. It doesn't name them, but it anonymously lists them, um, most of which are in, in the US. Um, and I think we, we can expect the, the acquisitions to be partly around connectivity, but probably more about that solutions and services business to grow that area quite quickly. Um, one part of the investor presentation says they, that they're going to try and get healthcare revenues up to $300 million again by 2025. So again, a very aggressive growth target. When you think that their overall revenues are only two hundred million dollars today, they're hoping to get three hundred million dollars from from healthcare from healthcare mm-hmm. alone within what four years. So that suggests there definitely could be more sort of acquisitions um, in the future. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think we can expect them to be very acquisitive in the next in the next year or two. I mean, we've already seen quite a lot of activity in the um, IoT MVNO market. Uh, lots of uh, Obviously, Core has made acquisitions, but in Europe, we've had a wireless logic making a load of acquisitions. 
So yeah, very much a trend in this market as well. Good. Uh, and um, you mentioned at the beginning that um, you know the what's interesting about this deal is the impact it will have on on the wider market. And you know, how do you see operators, for example, reacting to this news? So yeah, we, we haven't talked about the valuation, um, but it is very interesting. So it, the enterprise valuation of the enterprise value of Core at this deal is just over a billion dollars. So that is 18 times 2020 EBITDA, um, which is which is high, but it's not that different from other deals that we've heard about in this market. But obviously, it's a, it's a, it's a public benchmark. Now, if you're looking at the the operators IoT divisions. Most of the big operators have much bigger IoT divisions. So uh, Vodafone's IoT division, uh, they have um, roughly 10 times the number of connections. So Core Wireless has 12 million connections. Vodafone has 120 million connections. Um, Vodafone also has significantly more revenue um, than Core. Um, So it's uh, somewhere between, it's about $800 million. uh, No, 800 million euros, so a bit more in dollars. So much, much bigger business. Um, And I think the same would be true for all of the big European operators, Deutsche Telekom, Orange, Telefonica, um, the US ones and the Chinese ones, they've all got much bigger businesses than, than Core. Um, now, does this does this Core uh, listing change how they how they perceive those IoT divisions? We've already seen Telefonica um, spin out its IoT division into a separate company, uh, potentially looking for other investors to kind of so it should help realise that that higher higher valuation. It may be that other operators do do something similar, um, or it may, it may just be a, a kind of a minimum. These these operators try to give more investors more information about these IoT divisions and 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 what's going on with them, and an attempt to, to to bolster their valuations a little bit. Um, as I said earlier, we haven't actually had that much detail on the the IoT divisions for most of these operators. Sometimes you get um, connectiv- connections data, but very rarely revenue data. Um, I, I think probably we'll see the operators give investors a bit more information on their IoT divisions so they, they they factor in this this valuation when they're coming to do their their valuations of these these operators. Thanks Tom. So there's more content on this topic on the Analysis Mason website. Um, to automatically receive future episodes, please subscribe to the Analysis Mason podcast. Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs>